everybody, and welcome to the Sports. 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 Podcast. I'm Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Pomaville. And joining us, as always, is the sports outsider, Phil Ranta. Happy Olympics, everybody! Yes, the Olympics have concluded. What? They're done. They're done. They're done. Uh, yeah. They go for 17 days. How are the closing ceremonies? I didn't watch. I oh. watched part of it, and that, you know, here's the thing. If you can bring yourself to watch the Olympic opening ceremonies, it's because you love the Olympics. Sure. Right. You're going, that's what you love. And so you have to really love the Olympics to care about the closing ceremonies. Because at the point, it's all falling action. Right? Yeah. It's yeah, just, that's, it's like, it's oh. occurred to me, it's not, not since I was still like living at home and it was like the family got together and watched the Olympics every night. Not since then have I watched an Olympics closing ceremony. Yeah. I haven't since uh, FDR's fireside chats when I yeah. gathered around the... <laughs> family and it was it was broadcast at the time yeah several people dancing in some formation i don't know if i've ever seen a closing ceremonies because i'll watch the olympics in week one and then i'm just like oh those are still going on yeah, yeah i just can't get myself I, to care i lose steam with them quickly yeah I'll say i that. watched all of the uh like the swimming finals and semis i watched all of the track cycling and then my plan was to also watch all of the track and field and what happened to your plan I just I couldn't. Well, couldn't I, finished, I finished the track cycling and I was like, oh, I mean, I've enjoyed every moment, but I am I am done. I am done with the Olympics. And, and that's that's that. And we are, too. Yeah. There is yeah. nothing officially. On, no, no one. On well, the we do have Ryan Lochte on. Oh, right. Oh, oh right. of that's course. Right. I'm yeah. Sorry. He's coming on for an interview. He's got uh, what he says is a particularly in- in- I believe, interesting I development. I believe it's not an interview proper. He's coming on more to clear the air. Yeah, that's yeah. really what it's about. Because he's got the water, of... as it were. Yeah, <laughs> that green, green water. Yeah. He's clearing it. But he said he's got, he's got something that he thinks is really going to sort of uh, – it, it's something that he's discovered since he retired from swimming, and he says it's, uh, it's really going to change the way people look at him. Wow. That's interesting. And we also have our favorite – favorite uh silicon valley type yeah nat spigman is back uh apparently he's so he's made some investments in the past uh under the founder of clune he's the founder of clune yes and uh yeah apparently clune is uh under some sort of i don't know as he said pivot okay and they're gonna be focusing somewhere else and and as always we're excited to find out i thought the six six second sport that he was gonna do was really gonna take off but apparently apparently it did not uh that was like four pivots ago yeah that's so that's true he sold rocks in between then i believe yeah that didn't go over well either i'm kind of surprised rio 2016 paralympics death watch Rio 2016 Paralympics watch. Brought to you by Mechanical Legs Funeral Home. You get mechanical legs with every burying. Rio Paralympics have same problems as Rio Olympics, but much, much, much worse. Yeah. No, this this is about equality in athletics, you know? You don't want the Paralympics to be siphoned off into some separate category that has less corruption <laughs> right. and less societal issues. No, the Paralympics deserves to live in the same shitty footing as the real Olympics. And they're doing it, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, subheadline, public reacts. Yeah, that seems about right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you thought the Paralympics were little more than a feel-good event about the best physically disabled athletes in the world challenging each other on the biggest stage, then prepare to have Rio limbo under your low bar of expectations. Oh, oh no. Dear. Oh. It's so bad. This is an actual headline from a Rio newspaper. Paralympic Games officials confirm event. 
despite financial troubles. Oh. The front page had to say, don't worry, it's still happening. We didn't cancel the parents. Don't, don't worry, they're still It's kind of like when there's like an outdoor battle of the bands and it's raining and they're like, no, it's, it's still happening, so make sure to come out. We've got tarps. <laughs> Can I go ahead and say, I mean, want to talk about scheduling mistakes. I feel like the Paralympics should go before the, the, the Olympics Olympics. That to I, me seems like a complete no brainer. I understand what you're saying, Joel, but I think this is a pro bowl, super bowl scenario <laughs> where no one gives a shit about the pro bowl either way. That's, that's fine. But still, you know, yeah, no, give, give no, them a chance. Everyone's well all Olympics out. I'm not going to tune in for like the Olympics minus a leg. You know, I I'm I might have before the other Olympics, but all right. So as as Joel Joel started it, so we're gonna go there. The biggest <laughs> problem the Rio uh, Paralympics is experiencing is one that most Paralympians should be familiar with: trouble getting around. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Nine million dollars in promised travel grants were due to all 165 participating countries back in July. The money has yet to appear. Oh, uh, no. Yeah, so the, much crime. Yeah, and here's the thing. The, these grants help for the travel costs for officials and athletes, and now at least 10 nations might not be able to come. What? Yeah. 10 nations? 10 nations. What? Yeah. Now, and we should clarify, because there's so many different options for, for horrifying corruption that would lose $165 million. Was this, this the IOC? Nine million dollars. Nine million dollars. Was this the IOC? Was this the the Brazilian government? Was this the state government? Was it Rio? See, it's yeah. See, there's no. You're you're looking deeper than you should look. Oh, yeah. Okay. As they said in the first chapter of the Da Vinci Code, <laughs> Tom Hanks, you're looking deeper than you should look. Ba- basically, uh, there was a budget shortfall. You know, for the Olympics. <laughs> yeah. So tell you what they did. All right. They just did a little scoopy scoopy, tens of millions of dollars from the Paralympics. Oh, and just kind of plugged no. that gap and uh, thought, oh boy, you know, maybe we'll make it back in ticket sales. Yeah. And they were just hoping that money would appear. Yes. Ugh. Yeah. Did they make it back in ticket sales? No. Oh, they should have no. done a battle of the bands at the rec center and <laughs> raised the money. <laughs> See, uh, there may be also uh, trouble getting around Brazil as all the new wheelchair-accessible buses were sold to pay for wheelchair ramps. <laughs> really? <laughs> and, of course, this is typical developing nation shit because the cement con- uh, companies making all the fucking money. Right. Yeah. Robbing Peter to pay Paul. The gift of the Magi. <laughs> could not be more perfectly. <laughs> so, as we were saying, so uh, 12% of tickets have been sold. Wow. So not a lot of money coming in there. Yeah. So I they, mean, well, I mean, you'd expect, though, that the, I mean, the Paralympics, not as big a draw as the Olympics Olympics. Mm-hmm. I'm, I mean, no, I'm just saying that that's I, I kind of feel like, well, well, here's what they did. Now, they originally had the tickets uh, at a, several, many at a very reasonably priced, like 1350 Not bad. Yeah. Not bad. They've lowered them to 310 Three dollars ten cents. Wow, American. This is American money. That's that's, that's, that's much cheaper. I would I would definitely at those prices go to those events. I think this would be something fun now for a homeless bum to beg for. <laughs> sure. Hey man, can you get three bucks? See some wheelchair tennis. Just like three ten. <laughs> what do you say? Three bucks. See some wheelchair tennis. Okay. God bless you then. Yeah. yeah. But then concessions are probably still very expensive. Oh yeah, he's not gonna be able to eat now once he gets in there. He's he's hoping someone will give him more than three ten. Sure. So he can get a hot dog at the wheelchair tennis. Sure. Sure. He'll need 2310. Oh, uh, kidnapping Peter to ransom Paul. 
Oh, that would have been one. one. That's the one. My brain was really working on that one hard. (laughs) So the good news is some injunction has been lifted to allow uh, $73 million from the mayor and Brazilian federal money to patch the now the gap in the Paralympics. Uh So you see the Olympic money, the Paralympic money went to the Olympics, right? Right. And now... The, the people's money <laughs> okay, is going to the Paralympics. By the way, the people already lost a bunch of money in the regular Olympics, right, too. Right, right. I think they were kind of hoping the bleeding had stopped. Yeah. yeah. But at least NBC made a bunch of money, right? As long because as we... views were still good, right? Yeah. And they will be for the Paralympics, too. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, as long as we just keep screwing over the people of Rio, I think it's going to be fine. Because they can take it, right? I mean, well, one would hope. But, like, when you read about wheelchair fencing being moved to the Olympic Park from the D-Duro complex, you don't know, man. They're going to do fencing in a park? Yeah. How do you do wheelchair fencing? How do you You do it on grassy hills of parks? I don't know. Apparently, they're closing the entire, like, they can't (laughs) afford to staff that center. So they're just like, I guess we're just going to have to do this one at the, the park outside. So there's going to be like a Gus Macker tournament where they're just going to put it <laughs> Basically, if you're a wheelchair fencer, you grew up obviously in areas like this, just wheelchair fence and pick up games wherever. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. And now you're back to that. You get you achieved the highest level. You right. think you're going to be in a stadium, and now you're back to those pick up games of wheelchair fencing. I don't think, Phil, that they could do wheelchair fencing on a hill. Because I think that would give like an, a huge advantage to the person who's coming downhill. Yeah, I learned that from Civil War documentaries. Yeah, it'd be it'd be kind of like <laughs> yeah. it'd be jousting for one. Right. Yeah. Well, jousting for one person, it'd yeah. be escaping for the other, the person, other person. But the but then they'd be like, "I'm going backwards." A lot of the fencing aspect, I feel like, would be removed. It would yeah. become a much more sort of. You'd have to have actual fences put at the back of it. <laughs> <laughs> Rio 2016 Paralympics Death Watch. Rio 2016 Paralympics Death Watch. Brought to you by... Haven't you had it bad enough funeral home? Not only is one of your loved ones dead, but life is bad! News, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports Podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. Ole Miss head coach uses unconventional motivational tactics. Ooh. Ah, the rousing speech. Subheadline. No, that would be conventional. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Oh, I'm Subheadline. Rousing speeches and giving money to players is not unconventional. Conventional. Conventional. It's basic as fuck. Right. Basic it as is fuck. so basic. Calling yeah. all basic bitches. You basic. Uh, Ole Miss head coach. Uh, football. Oh wait, wait, wait. Did he? Did he? Uh, essentially hire prostitutes to sleep with the players? No, no. You know what? Also conventional. Yeah. Also conventional. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ole Miss uh, head football coach uh, Hugh Freeze staged a mock funeral for himself. Huh. Okay. Yeah, this is not the first time an Ole Miss coach has faked his own death. Houston Nutt has not been heard from since 2011, you guys. What? And that is... That is a shame because, I mean, these are two really funny names that they've hired right in a row. (laughs) Sure. Houston Nutt. I mean, I don't need to tell you guys about why that's funny. Right. Right. (laughs) Correct, Joel. Hugh Freeze? I don't know. That sounds like the name of a Batman villain. Yeah, Mr. Freeze. It's exactly the name of a Batman villain. (laughs) All right. So I just want to show you the third line there. Uh, Mark the time. (laughs) Phil makes a Mr. Freeze Uh, reference. There it is. He did. He knew that I was going to. Dang it. Joel, he bumped and then I sat. And then I spiked. He he sat. You spiked. Yeah. So there's a bump and then you bumped. 
and then Joel set, and, and then, then I you, spiked. You spiked that joke. Boy, yeah. and I, I said Batman villain. I did not see that before I did that. There was no and coordination. You, you understand that Hugh Freeze doesn't sound like a Batman villain. Mr. Freeze is a very literal Batman villain. Yeah. yeah. So you're like, you made it sound like it sounds like, no. It, but literally, if he's getting, if like somebody who has respect for him called his name, he'd say, excuse me, Mr. Freeze. That's true. Yeah. It'd be uh, like if someone's name was Hubert Clean, and you'd be like, "It's kind of like the 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 cleaning detergent." <laughs> be like, "No, it is the cleaning. It's Mister Clean." <laughs> and he's bald and has a little Mr. earring Freeze. in the white T-shirt that's a little too tight. Uh, Mister Freeze was he bald with an earring and a? T- uh, he didn't t-shirt? have an earring, but he was bald. Okay, right, yeah. Uh, so this is what uh, this is a uh, Hugh uh, Coach Hugh Freeze explaining himself. He says, "I created a funeral scene for me and showed it to all our players, and the whole purpose is understanding that whatever you believe drives your behaviors, and your behaviors drive your performance, and your performance will give you some result. And we need to work backwards. This is the result I really want. Now, are my beliefs and my behaviors going to get me my result?" Wait, what this is like the is story problem about? with the chicken and the fox and the thing of grain in the river. Yeah. So, you Wait, you're talking about he going back to, and forth? Yeah, like yeah. these. he showed his funeral because he wanted to give get the result, but in between, I'm confused. I have Explain no idea. Explain it to idea. me, Jordan. Well, he goes, he goes, so I created a funeral scene, okay. and a lot of that has to do with the events of the past few weeks. It's coming. It happens. We don't know when it happens. But we won't cheat death. Now, self-imposed sanctions, which is what he's referring to in the last few weeks, okay. is not the same as death. Yeah, sure. And when the officials come down, they won't involve the death penalty because the NCAA is a bunch of pussies. Right? Whoa! No, no, no. The death penalty is a thing in the NCAA, Phil. Oh, yeah. okay. It's not a literal death penalty. Did- it's something that basically bombs out a program. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, sorry. I, was, I thought that you were just saying to- that the death penalty should be instituted in sports. I'm going to show you something else. Mark yeah. the time Phil mistakes the death penalty. No, I actually didn't. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't doubt it. I'm too predictable. <laughs> Am I tanking this podcast because I'm too predictable? No, no, no. Uh, in Star- yes. In no. Starkville, Mississippi, state students were unimpressed adding that they burn uh, Hugh Freeze in effigy pretty much every day of the week and twice on Saturday. Wow. Must be hard because he's so cold. Damn it, Joel. No, he's not the Batman (laughs) villain, Joel. Anyway, just win an Egg Bowl, Bulldogs. Jeez, huh? It's all you got to do. So basically what he says is he goes, this is the result I want at my funeral because he created the funeral. He wanted to show the kids what he wanted. This is what I want my wife to say about me. This is what I want my kids to say about me. This is what I want my players to say about me. This is what I want my parents to say about me. So he's like directing his own funeral? Yeah. That's not, no. No. Your own funeral has to have the one drunken person that gets on stage and goes, I always hated this person. Because then you know it's real. I feel like that's more of a wedding thing. If oh, I'm a wedding thing. I mean, you know the drunken guest, I feel Right, like. it's just like the drunken best man. Yeah. Steve Buscemi from The Wedding Singer. Right. If I'm an incoming yeah. freshman who's had options and this is what I see, I'm immediately thinking to myself, like, wow, maybe I should have gone to Florida. I <laughs> sure. think to myself, like, yeah, I might have taken a pay cut to go somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. You know, the money's good here, but <laughs> this, this is a creepy visualization yeah. tactic. Like, yeah. I enjoy the new Cadillac, but I could have gotten yeah. a new Cadillac anywhere. Like, I get what you're saying, coach. I don't think this is a way to say it. And he goes on then to throw some shade because he goes, uh, and really the rest of the people are probably, no offense, 
but they're insignificant. But is this what they'll say about me today? And if not, do I have time to make sure my beliefs that are creating my behaviors are going to get me the result that I want? I get it now. The coach is Lucille Bluth. (laughs) (laughs) It's the only explanation. Yeah, he, well, he's, he's coming back. Like I said, he's, he's in he's in battled, I'd say. They have not gotten okay. the official sanctions yet from the NCAA. Yeah. Uh, they've asked the NCAA to wait a sec on those while they uh, investigate the uh, Laramie Tunsil uh, draft night stuff. Okay. Uh, okay yeah. Where he basically admitted uh, that he accepted benefits from the school on draft night. Mm-hmm. Oof. Yeah. That would be the time to do it. Well, I mean, the day after draft night would really be the time. Yeah, to that would yeah. be the time. So. The insignificant thing, those people actually might play a very significant role in your career, Mr. Yeah. Mr. Freeze. Right. Oof. But, I mean, how significant is your career when faced with death? You know, that's true. When you're faced with death, you realize how pointless it all is, yeah. right? Yeah, I would. Maybe that's what he means? See, I could see how that would motivate the players because that's like, hey, we're all going to die just like I fake did. So <laughs> go out there and win. So that you did something on this earth, yeah, you it, insignificant speck of dust. Really seems to me like I'd be watching this going, hmm, do I really, do I really want the only thing said at my funeral to be about college football? I don't think, I don't think that's the case. Yeah, you win another Egg Bowl, I think so. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I'd be like, hey, coach, I'm actually leaving the program. <laughs> Your funeral thing showed me that there was much more important aspects <laughs> of life. I'm just going to live, travel, yeah. see the world. Right. He proposed to my girl. Thanks for that. Here's your playbook. <laughs> uh, so basically, he I think he came up with this weirdo funeral thing, but I think he's really glad the press is fixating on that because this press conference started out, scrimmage, we've got a ways to go. We're not where I thought we'd be. Too many penalties, too many missed assignments. What? Scrimmage. The scrimmage doesn't count. Correct, but he's talking about his team practicing. Oh he's no! Very just dis- his team's playing itself. Ugh, yeah. that's the most depressing. Hey, bad news bears came back. So wait, what? They no, had they, they had a they coach lost. that was they lost. No. the bad news bears lost. Right, but they made it the to the finals. And the, the, spoiler alert, but they were it was dubious <laughs> at first, and then the bad news bears they muscled up and they really gave a good go at it. And maybe these people will win the NCAA, make it to the finals, and then they'll say good game, and they're like, see you next year, and spray beer on them. Well, I mean, in a perfect world. Right. But they, will, they probably won't be allowed the beer. Yeah, we probably won't live that long because global warming. Joining us now on the podcast to clear the air about some of the events in Rio that he's been recently charged with officially. Uh, joining us now, Ryan Lotke. Ryan, it's great to have you on. Hello. It's a pleasure to be here. So uh, I guess, could you tell us this? You, you've been actually officially Wait charged a second, now for Jordan. filing a what? That's not Wait, Ryan. filing what? You filed you, I don't know what you're talking about. A false report at the Olympics here. No, all oh, this happens all the time. What? This happens. I'm not Ryan Lockkey. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm Ryan Lotka of Ryan Lot Ryan's Lotkas. We have the best potato pancakes in all of New York. It's uh, me, Ryan Lotka. Oh my God! You you kidding me? Okay. This, this I th- thought it was fault. weird that when I heard that it was a sports podcast, I don't remember I ever seeing Ryan Lotke in a yarmulke. So I feel yeah, like this is it's uh, okay. it's true. 
I'm uh, sorry. Could you? you but, but if you want to hear about my shop, no, nope, nope, we don't. Lotkes. We absolutely don't. I mean, could you please r- show yourself out? Real, real quick flavors. Yes. Yeah. All right. So we've got potato. Okay. Jordan. All right. We've got potato with a little dusting of salt okay, on the like top that. of it. Yeah, I like it. And then we've got my specialty, which are the super latkes, which are double fried. They're fried and then they're fried again. All right. Okay. Well, so thank, make thank sure time. We're, you, on, you, we're on 6th Street in New York City. So drop by Ryan Lotkes. Please send in the actual Ryan Lotkey. It's my pleasure to be here. I know there's someone else in the green room. I know right. Gene had this, to make a lot of calls for this one. Yeah. This, I mean, this is Ryan Lochte, what he said. So yeah, let's Hello, guys. How's it going? Hey. Okay. Ryan Lochte. So you were just at oh, a I'm gonna go, I'm gonna, I'm sorry, Olympic I'm gonna have to stop showing. Yeah, I'm going to have to stop you right there. I'm not uh, I'm not Ryan Lochte. You you look Wait, much what? older than yeah, Ryan. Yeah, I'm, I'm Ryan Locksmith. Ryan well, Locksmith? Ryan's Locksmith. Hey. Hey. If you're locked out and you need a key... Oh, who you call oh, Ryan no, Locksmith? No, that's that's not no. cool. So, You're so taking Lock his trademark. Key, Lock key, Ryan no. Lock key. You could call me. No, this see, this is we want to hear about the Olympics. So this the is a sports Olympic. podcast. Yeah, this is a sports podcast. We were the sports 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 podcast. Yeah. Oh, I did think it was odd when Gene gave me a call before before you go. How much <laughs> did it cost to copy a key? Because I need to copy get keys copied after. This. Uh, usually about five bucks. That's not bad. Uh, All right, fifteen if it's got the thing on there that says "Do not." Okay, uh, then get out of here. Then get out of here. You're all illegal. right. I'm leaving. Luckily, we've got more people coming in. No, so, absolutely. Yeah. This is the real Ryan Lock. No, I think he's yeah. actually coming in now. Hey, it's a pleasure to be here. Uh, you don't, you don't, don't sound like... Yeah, I'm going to go right ahead and say you don't, so you don't sound like Ryan right. Lockie. Ryan Lockie? Yeah, you're supposed yeah. to be Ryan. I am Ryan Lorax. I speak for the trees. Uh, okay. For the trees have no tongues. Swimmers are uh, usually shaved, and this yes. guy is covered head to toe in fur. I have. Yeah. I got a big, long mustache. You would not be very it's aerodynamic. Me, Ryan Lorax. That does okay. not... All right. No. That is, thank get you, out of here. Thank you there, very much. There should All be right. someone else in that. Go ahead and Okay, I'll get out of here. Uh, hello. Oh, hey, Ryan hey, Lockie. All Ryan, right, we got a question about uh, the no, Olympics. No, no, sorry, I believe you've mispronounced my name there. I'm Ryan Luxie. Ryan Luxie? What is that yes. even? I'm I'm very into bird watching. Oh no, that's terrible. And what? I have to say, I noticed a North American red-breasted swallow. No, get just get outside. Out, come of your on, place. get out of here. No, Do you want to hear more facts about the North I American? Don't. Red-breasted? I don't. No. I don't. We, we want to hear about Ryan swimming. We want to hear about swimming. What? There's a lot of aquatic birds. There's terns. No, you, you're going to have to go. I saw a wonderful white-dusted no. cormorant just the other day. Well, I don't know. A cormorant? Get out of here. Okay. All you're right. irrelevant to this world. I'm leaving. All right. We've got more people coming in. All right. right. This is the real Ryan Lockheed's coming in. Hello. Hello. Well, hello. Not the real life. Wait, you, what, sure what, 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 what is your line name, line. sir? Hello. My name is Ryan Lockheed Fly. What? I'm a giant bug. I'm Ryan Lochte Fly. I don't even follow. I'm a Tsetse Fly. Oh, see, That's I, what I am. I'm Ryan Lochte Fly. I buzz around your ear and I'm really annoying. <laughs> this is, in fact, really annoying. Yes. We, we thought we had... He, he was... I've never had a human want to talk to me before. They usually just swap me away. We don't want to talk to you now. No, thank you for having me on the podcast. I want to talk about it. I want to go. Oh, no. He's got a fly swatter. Oh, it's Get my nemesis. I'm going to Did you just kill our guest, Joel? <laughs> I, I, I did. Hello, hello. Oh, hey, hi, this? Ryan Lochte, finally. Sorry, I need to ask no, you some no, questions no, about no. the Olympics. My name is Lord Loxley. <laughs> 
Oh, Robin of Loxley. That's right. Oh no! Get, from the get, yeah. from television's Mister Selfridge. What? what? Yes, Tell Lord Loxley. No, oh, come, come on, Lord in the House of Lords. No, no you're not. But if you could please show yourself out, you're not at all, all the right. person that yeah, we want to talk to. All Thank right. You. Luckily, we've got the real Ryan yeah, Lockley. Sure, at some point. Hello, it's me. <laughs> I know. Hello. You're not Ryan Lockley. No, I'm Ryan. Low fees. You can get an APR <laughs> financing on your credit card with a low, low fee. One point nine percent APR. It's me, Ryan. Low fees. Okay. Uh, please show yourself out. All right, I'm getting out of here. Yeah, and you owe us money for the promotion. Uh, hey there. Uh, hi, Ryan Lochte. All right, we finally nope. can ask this. I'm sorry, I am Ryan Lochte. What? Uh, I sell uh, locks that you can put in your closets so that you can protect your T-shirts. Nobody needs to protect T-shirts. <laughs> no, they're disposable. Absurd business model. If you have a collection of terrible. T-shirts, I'm pretty sure you need to protect it. So that's why Ryan Lochte is here to help you. Get Just Phil, get out. Phil, I'm starting to think Gene did not book us, Ryan Lochte. <laughs> well, he said that he did. I think Look, we've got one I, more person in the waiting room, and I swear, if this isn't Ryan Lochte and we can't ask Olympics questions, this interview is over. <laughs> well, it's hey, over. Oh, the, I love the I don't stakes. know. I, I love the stakes. A part of me wants to just, you know, not bail this early. Hey, but. did you guys? Did you guys call me? Oh, this is great. Ryan Lotke. Yes, thank you. Here we you. go. Here, ready to talk about Yeah, I'm ready to finally answer some questions. Okay, great. All right. So, Rio. The whole false robbery report. You've yeah. been charged, and y- you could actually spend uh, up to 16 or 18 months here in a Brazilian prison. Yeah, it's entirely possible if I was there, but I'm actually a Ryan Lockheed impersonator. Brian Lockheed. fucker. So I go around to parties in a Speedo, and I act really dumb. You're in great shape, I must thank say. Thank you. I'm very strong. Do but you I'll, swim? I do swim. As soon as I found out I looked like Ryan Lockheed, I decided to take it up. This is fucking ridiculous. You know what? But I feel like this is the best we're going to get. Yeah, it probably is. So the Olympics were except, great except and Rio was tough and I'm an idiot. Can see him <laughs> on the podcast. Yep. It's a podcast. It's it's oral and right. it's not it's not. Gonna hey, happen. I'm a man in the morning and I'm a man at night. That's get out. What he said. I get was out. on an E television show. Get out. Brian Lotke dot com. Joining us now on the podcast, the founder of Clune, it is one Nat Spigman. Founder, CEO, chief operating officer, chief technological officer, and thought leader of Clune. Yeah, Nat Spigman. absolutely. Are there other people who work at Clune? Thank you for all the free promotion you're giving me, suckers. Okay. Hey. I mean, we have had staff in the past, mostly interns. You get them for free. <laughs> Yep. That's called smart Absolutely. business. Yeah, I feel like you're, you're a little more you, you're a little more jaded now, Nat. We've had you on several times, and I feel like you just seem a little more cynical. Well, I'm not cynical, right? We've been talking to me for two years on this podcast. Right. I've had to pivot around a little bit, but you know what? I can proudly say I've now got a valuation of six point eight trillion dollars on paper. That that does not sound even no, wait, remotely wait, well, right. Well, wait, well, let's hear him out, Joel. I feel like it's rude to just kind of question. What is the basis for this evaluation? Hey, guys, money alert. Call Jim Cramer because I'm about to spend mad money. So I think you've all heard that Kobe Bryant started his own digital fund to invest in companies. Yeah. And uh, guess what? I am a huge benefactor of that. Oh, really? He's invested Did he invest in, in Clune? No, he didn't invest in Clune, but it gave me a great idea to copy that business model and also make myself some ducats. Yeah. Oh, yeah, entourage. That's a pretty 
a pretty standard move in the Valley. So, uh, so the thing is, uh, Kobe's, uh, fund is sort of really exciting because it gives, uh, he's, he's sort of a media fixture and allows him as a famous athlete to sort of pair with companies and oh, give them a little he's more He's a exposure. media fixture. Let me ask you this. Who is the most popular athlete on television right now? LeBron James. Who is the most popular athlete on television right now? I'll give you a hint. You've been talking about him for 20 years straight. Uh, I feel like it's still LeBron James. but yeah, One Mr. Orenthal James Simpson. And I started Duckets for OJ, the Venture Capitalist Fund. Me and OJ Simpson paired up, and now we're going to start investing in companies, which will amplify through his ample media presence. What media presence? He's he's in jail. Oh, yeah? Well, tell that to the 30 by 30 special that just came out for him. Oh, that was phenomenal. The Emmy-nominated biopic. Naked Gun 33 and a third. That's yeah. really old. Yeah. he's He controls the news cycle like no other celebrity. But, I mean, and we're going to start in, us some company. He is in prison. Also, I feel like you know Kobe brings he with him. He gets visiting hours. <laughs> okay. Kobe brings with him a certain amount of, of respect, you know, that you, you, you might actually. I feel like a lot of firms aren't necessarily going to want to Joel, invest. Joel, 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 have you ever seen Shark Tank? Yeah. Entrepreneurs don't have respect. They need money and amplification, Joel. And OJ can deliver both of those things. Mm, can he? Well, uh, well, not the sort of amplification you want. He's already though. invested in some major companies that we gonna think gonna are going to grow up, right? Yeah, what are, what Five are years the moves from you're now, making? $6 trillion. So, all right, the number one. I thought one, you were at $6 trillion now. Uh, $6 trillion estimated on paper. <laughs> okay, okay. All That's right. Fair. So, the number one thing we invested in. Uh, the estate of O.J. Simpson. What? Yeah. Do you know how many film properties he gets kickbacks on? Uh, like a few? A couple. <laughs> <laughs> if those things syndicate and there's more outlets and over-the-top platforms and SVOD platforms all pick up all the naked guns, that's going to be worth some many thousands of dollars. The the FX uh, uh, drama was I don't know fantastic. If, yeah. I don't know if he's getting money for that. It's though. unauthorized, yeah. so he's not making money from that. But we don't need that because we're going to come out with the unauthorized, authorized biography. And that's going to do great numbers. I got my friend Chad to shoot it. And OJ, if he can get, if we can bring a camera into the, the, the room where we can talk to him in prison. Hey, bada boom. Can, we got bada boom bada Matt. boom yeah, can, Matt. can you bring i don't think they'd let you bring a camera into prison. you can there's very small cameras that fit into very small hats i worry i worry that oj's celebrity has blinded you a bit because these these don't seem like very good ideas. oj simpson in the news always but guess what not everything is oj related okay, all right well, well, what other sort of stuff do you got working? all right we are investing in an early startup kickstarter for gloves that shrink as you wear them they're gloves. The first time you wear them, fits perfectly. Next time you wear them, little snug. Third time you wear them, don't, they don't fit. Why? Who is your market? My market is people who wear clothes once or twice and then wants to deny that they ever wore those clothes. <laughs> okay. I yep. got to admit, I can sort of see how... I mean, if, if any fund was going to support an idea like this, yeah. yours would be the one. If we sneak OJ and a cell phone into prison, tweets about it once, that's good for a couple thousand dollars on Kickstarter. That's free money. Yeah. 
You're free doing well while money. doing good. Wouldn't yeah, absolutely. Timestamp and the tweet make it pretty clear who it was who snuck the phone in. Joel, people don't look at timestamps. People, people look do. at revenue numbers. Okay. They look at margins. All right, so so t- talk to us about some of the, what else have you got? You don't want to linger on that one at all? <laughs> no. Okay. All right, in that case, I've got a great iPhone game. Okay. iPhone games are huge right now. Have you played Angry Birds? Uh, I mean, billion know, like dollar business. Pokemon Go. Oh, that's, that's very popular. Everyone played likes Pokemon, Pokemon Go. All right, well, we got a new game that's called uh, OJ Simpson Go. Oh, okay. Yep, we're investing in OJ Simpson Go. And the, the entire premise of it is that there's little OJs that have uh, escaped around town, and then you have little prison balls, and you throw it at him, he catches him, he goes back to prison. Did he approve that one? Nope, not yet. But you know what? I've got a really good pitch deck together. <laughs> uh, I had an intern put together some graphics we took off of uh, Google. Okay. It looks great. It just seems like OJ Simpson Go. If you were going to have like, a, like an app or a game like that, maybe something involving OJ's football career? Nobody cares about his football <laughs> career, Joel. It's about the now, Joel, the zeitgeist. Okay. All right. Uh, it just it just seems like that's a little bit offensive to OJ. Yeah. Man okay. who's I, spent okay. a lot of time. I mean, I'm, presumably you'd, you'd see a lot of those OJs like on the 405. Then you'll love this one. Then you'll absolutely love this okay. one. Prison mini fridges. I don't think you're allowed to have a mini fridge in prison. Not yet. <laughs> Oh. We're gonna have to talk to once we fundraise. Hire we get a lobbyist. lobbyist. Yeah, we're gonna raise. We're gonna raise a couple bill. We're gonna go in. We're gonna hire some lobbyists. They're gonna go in and say cruel and unusual if they don't get cold water. Okay, uh, sell it to like every cell idea. in every prison. Yeah, I mean, bada I'm boom, in. bada so bing. The, oh, bada boom, bada bing. There we go. So the. Uh. Joel, am I boring you? No. Joel, I can't believe you, you'd I'm be... I'm sorry. It's, so this the, is amazing. The deal here is that you're taking an existing product that has yep. been around for a very long time. Well, adding I, prison You're products. changing it not at all, and then you're counting on oh. a no, long no, shot. That's, it's it's about branding. Over. It's Well, it's more than just a mini fridge, right? Yeah, it's more than a what mini fridge. What makes it a prison mini fridge? It's got, uh, it's got uh, little uh, bars on the front, so it feels like it goes with the prison aesthetic. Oh, but good. isn't that going to let all the cold air out and not, in fact, chill anything? You know what? There's going to be fans on the bars that blow the cold air back in. That sounds like an astonishingly inefficient But that's the great part, Joel, is that the prison system pays the electrical (laughs) bills. But... When, it's when, perfect. It's a perfect model. You're going to have to lobby Congress to allow them to have the fridges in the first place. Isn't that going to be a huge liability when it's pointing out that these things are going to be massive energy hogs? You know what? We still have a lot of work to do in R&D, and we'll get it all figured out. We'll pencil it out. But I do know if everybody pays $350 per mini fridge and one goes into every cell in America, bada boom, bada bing. Oh, man. This yeah. guy is printing that, money, Joel. Right, I'm printing money. Speaking okay. of which, the very last thing that we're investing in is a money printer. <laughs> do you know what, a, what an opportunity a money printer is? Uh, Unlimited money business. Yeah. It's, it's, we, it, and we could even sell like a, it to the U.S. Mint, and then they can literally print money. It's like a license to print money. Except yeah. Except that it's not a license to print money. It not just, yet. It would be illegal counterfeit no, printing no. money. No, no. We'd become a government contractor, work for the mints, and then we would print the money. But you wouldn't get to keep the money then. Now we're talking well, to me. Well, we probably print a little at night. About a very, <laughs> When everybody leaves, we print a little at night. And this is going to put Clune 
and the Orenthal James Venture Capital Fund on the map, and you're jealous. What? Unless you want to give me a hundred dollars, I do not want to give you because a hundred dollars will get you in on this at the ground floor. You know, you I, had me on I prison fridge, near but it. you kind of lost me with this last <laughs> one. Uh, how about this? How would you like your podcast to be part of the Orenthal James well, Simpson? Let's no, no, let's no, no Jordan, it's a let's hard no. OJ hard tweets no. it once. You're going to double your listenership. That I, I would be say true, more yeah. than double our listenership. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. So All you uh, need to do is give me $30,000 and bada boom, uh, no. bada bing. Hard no. Bada boom, and then that's followed up with a bada and then a bing. I don't think we can go that high, unfortunately. I don't think we'd go to $30, Matt. You know what? I'm I'm going to have to pivot. <laughs> Again? Yeah, Already? you were the last ones that we were trying to fundraise from. It looks like this one just isn't going to work out. So. Oh, no. Yeah. So we're going to create explo- exploding darts for Nerf guns. <laughs> All right. Well, I think, you know what? I, I, you're going to take the device that's defined by its safety and then make it dangerous. People like danger. Thanks for coming on the podcast. My Matt. pleasure. Long live the clone. Yeah. Good luck with clone. And now it's time for another wide world of Wide world of weird sports. What do we got this week? This week's wide world of weird sports, the Ryan Lockie false robbery report during the 2016 oh. Olympics. Oh. Yeah. This was probably themed to our earlier interview that did not happen. No, that's why I thought it was good that I will clear the air on his behalf. Okay. Yep. And so it's thematic with so, the episode. So let's get educated. Okay. Yeah. On the morning of August 14th, 2016, Lochte and Jimmy Fagan claimed that they and teammates Gunnar Bentz and Jack Conger were robbed in Rio de Janeiro. Oh, no. It's ah. fitting that he was out with, with that guy because in the end, it turns out they were Fagan it. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> uh, during the 2016 Summer Olympics, after men allegedly forced them out of their taxi at gunpoint in the <gasps> early morning hours. How terrible. An American hero. Yeah. The next day, Lochte claimed in an interview with Billy Bush on the Today Show that the men who stopped their taxi had a police badge. Ooh. The men had one police badge. Between. Sounds a little fishy. It does sound a little... Well, I mean, but, I mean, a lot of people fake being cops to kidnap people. Sure, it happens. The other swimmers claimed that they were removed from the taxi by armed security men who commanded them at gunpoint to sit on the sidewalk and demanded payment for alleged vandalism. <gasps> a little bit of a different story. Now it's, now it's starting to sound a little different. You know what? They got their stories crooked. Yep. That's uh, not straight. That's not straight at all. No, it's not. Uh, after surveillance video emerged that confirmed the swimmers' previous stories, Lockie stated in an interview with Matt Lauer on NBC, saying that he had been drunk and that he over-exaggerated that story as a gun was pointed in his direction, but at eye level when he sat on the pavement. Ryan Lockie lied? Yeah. Wait and was drinking? Yeah. Can you over-exaggerate? No, you could just yeah. By definition, you're just exaggerating. Yeah, that's true. Redundant. It's well, maybe no, Ryan if you're Ryan Lockie, Lockie, he's like, yeah. Normally, I exaggerate, but this one went a little bit too yeah, far. Yeah, a little white lie that turned into a big, scary controversy. Yeah, yeah. A giant uh, throbbing lie. Right. Oh yeah. 
Uh, Rio Police Chief Veloso later confirmed security officers at the gas station did use guns to control the situation. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. They had to. Uh, after Lockie has flown, had flown home on August 16th, Conger and Bents were taken off the plane for questioning as they were preparing to leave Rio. How embarrassing. How, I mean, how embarrassing for Lockie, who, who left his buds yeah. behind to get busted. You don't leave a bro, bro. No. Yeah, right? That's a no-no. Bros before international before incidents. Before today's shows. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a judge in Brazil also issued a search and seizure warrant for Lockheed and Fagan. Fagan subsequently contacted the authorities and said he would make a public statement when the matter was settled. Now that's bravery. Yeah. <laughs> Not coming into the police station, but when I fly back to America, I'll, you'll see me on the news. I'll tweet something. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Civil police of Rio de Janeiro concluded that the athletes were not robbed, but instead had been involved in an incident at a gas station in Barra da Tejuca, west of the city. According to the owner and other sources, they broke a soap dispenser in the bathroom. Who does that? Just them. Damaged a door, tore down a sign, and urinated around the premises. Come on. I mean... Come on, America. I mean, generally speaking... I, you know, if it, the door's locked, you got to pee somewhere. Oh, and now yeah. Rio's super picky about where piss is, <laughs> right? <laughs> now we're drawing lines about I that. I mean, the other stuff's all pretty terrible, but I've always felt like, can can we all maybe loosen up on public urination? It's like, hey, sometimes it happens. To be avoided, but not the end of the world. Dogs do it. Yeah, yeah. we're in a drought. Got to get liquid on the ground somehow. away from people. Let's maybe not make it such a big deal when people pee somewhere. That's a fact. That's it. Here's, here's what I really don't get about this. Is yeah. like, why didn't he just say nothing? It seems like he they could have gotten back to the Olympic Village. And just been like. Said nothing to anyone. Yeah. And all would have been fine. This is why, Joel. Have you seen I Know What You Did Last Summer? <laughs> no. Check it out, and then it'll answer your question. <laughs> My answer that should have been, oh, yeah, last summer. Ah, <laughs> no. Uh, in Brazil, the incident was condemned for drawing additional attention to crime and violence in Rio de Janeiro. They thought that they were being stereotyped a little. Oh, more crime and violence. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. there's so much crime already. Here's the thing. I would also buy that the security guards also robbed them. <laughs> like, sure. Like, I, oh, I, yeah. I think it's entirely possible that some version of neither story is correct. Like that they were asshole Americans vandalizing stuff. Right. And then some security guards with guns thought, you know what? Fuck you. Yeah, they're drunk. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, that soap dispenser cost uh, 300 reals. Yeah. I don't <laughs> Fork know. it over. I don't know what that translates or to. 60 American dollars. <laughs> and they're like, I left my wallet in my other Speedo. <laughs> And that brings an end to another wide world of Weird Spots! All we need to represent an American Citizens of Podcast Town, this brings to the close another sports. 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 Podcast. Before we go, Phil's going to give you our contact information. You can find us on SoundCloud by going to soundcloud.com slash sports number three podcast. There you can see or listen to all of our past episodes. Uh, we got it. You listen on iTunes. Very good. Uh, but we'd love for you to check it out on SoundCloud too. It's a really nice app. It's got a nice interface. You can like skip around to your favorite parts, like wide world, weird sports. You can listen to it first if you want, 
or just whatever, right? Just enjoy it. That, that's I feel like that's a little hurtful, Phil. What? Just, I mean, recommend that people just skip to the very end of the podcast for the wide world of weird sports. Oh, I'm sorry. You can listen to Joel's Hey Guys at the very end of a podcast. <laughs> They'll skip to that. More oh. people should. Those are good. Okay. Uh, you can find us on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash sports number three podcast. Uh, we're doing, uh, we're live streaming now almost every Thursday. Sometimes we record on different days, but we're live streaming our news, news, news segment. So you can actually see us live as we're recording it. You can see our faces. You can see the microphones, the you sweat probably, on Jules' brow. You probably hear this voice and think to yourself, hey, wow, that guy must be super handsome. Yeah. And you'd be I right. I am, you see. and you'd get a chance to see for yourself. That's a fact. And you can follow us on Twitter. And then Twitter, we tweet stuff. We tweet out our newest episodes so you get them right away. Uh, Twitter.com slash sports number three podcast. Absolutely. Hey, guys. Hey, Joel. Joel. Uh, I think I'm going to turn on the white noise. Okay. Lights off. have received this transmission from the comedy podcast network for more shows visit comedypodcastnetwork.com